Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we are back. We are back. It's going to be a little bit of a double show since uh, last Sunday got away from us. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a quick one because every it's uh, it's Oscar Sunday. It's Last of Us, Last of Us uh, finale Sunday. It's Scream Sunday. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have anything to do with anything. I just wanted to say it. But it's Scream Sunday. <laughs> and uh, it's lit over here with these numbers. I'm on a high once again. So last year, Larry, before we get started in the top five of the weekend, last year's show, I remember that I came on here and I was shouting, I was shouting on the rooftops. I was like, Scream is successful. It did well. It's not a flop. And then I remember, do you remember when I was like, Larry, I'm nervous about next year though, because that shit is not in October. They refused to put it in October. It's 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 in March. I think that's around where Scream Four released, and like I think Scream Four was like April, and I was like, I don't know, Larry. And then we started seeing all the movies that were surrounding it. We had Creed Three last week. I was just nervous, but Larry, as we'll get into, I'm so excited to announce that I was cooked once again. And I am living for this scream number. But yes, let's talk about last week a little bit before we go. We were heavily off of our predictions. Scree- uh, Creed 3 opened well past our predictions Everybody's for the movie. Yes, we predicted around 30 million. Th- no, we, we predicted actually around 35. Yeah, 30, 35. And uh, it opened last week to like 50 million dollars so which i'm looking at this actual right now insane. So i guess this is the advantage of see, doing this late the mm-hmm. actual number was 58.3 million that is nuts that is absolutely nuts our predictions had it at 30 million dollars and i am so happy so happy that we were we were wrong about Creed three. I don't know what March, happened. This March this March is cooking. Yeah, I don't know what happened with with Creed three and why it became like why it got so much traction. I, it could be a bunch of things. There's never one thing. It could be a bunch a bunch of things. But uh, one thing you can say is that if you were worried how these movies were gonna do without Sylvester Stallone, boy, have I got have I got the story to tell you because Creed three was the highest opening for the Creed franchise so far without Sylvester Stallone. I mean, maybe it's Jonathan Majors a little bit being hot, you know, right now. Maybe it's a, I don't know, but I was super excited. What did you, what were your takeaways from last week? Yeah, it was just a a big shock. Uh, (laughs) I was excited for it. I was happy for it because I really loved the movie. I thought it was great. So seeing... Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut come in hot like that. It's like, oh, okay. Um, really, yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. I know we've all really enjoyed the first two Creed films, so maybe it has some like love just, you know, from those, but that doesn't account for this. I mean, nobody was predicting this number at all, like anywhere close to it. So um yeah, I, I can't really explain this one other than 
they they did a good job, I guess, making the people hype. <laughs> yeah, the trailers were great. They were solid. I agree. I think it's just, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, it's a, it's it's a like like I said, it's a lot of factors. But I was super happy that it opened so well. Um, maybe it was the change of getting it out of November. The last two creeds were in November. Maybe it was just getting it out of that month because that feels more like the Oscar, Oscar-y yeah. slash Disney Pixar kind of month. So, yeah, could be a bunch of things. But, yeah, yeah I was they, super I mean, excited. They lost out at all the Oscars they've been nominated for. So, said, you mm-hmm. know what, this year we ain't going for all that. Yeah, so, and maybe it's also the style of the movie, the way it looked. It didn't look like a traditional Creed movie. It looks like a... It looked like a fun little thriller with boxing, and yeah, I I, I just think it's a great number for it. So uh, oh, yeah. let's go into this week, the big boy, my fave, Scream Six. Let's go into the opening of for that movie. Let's go into the week. If you want to follow along, we are looking at the box office for the week of March tenth to the twelfth, twenty twenty three. We have the opening releases of Scream Six. AKA Scream VI, AKA Scrivi. We had 65 and we had Champions. Which Champions got a little cooked. Anyway, uh, let's go to number one, Larry. What do we got? Yeah, so we're talking about it. It's the month of overperforming franchise. And I could not be happier. Off to a hot start. <sighs> Scream 6 blows past, slashes up. I should say, mm-hmm. all of the predictions, not only from us, uh, once again, just like Creed 3, nobody was predicting this number for Scream 6, but it ended up making $44.5 million domestic in its opening weekend of release, which is a record for the franchise. Say it again. Say it one more time. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> 44.5, a brand new record for the Scream <laughs> franchise. Worldwide, it's up to $67.1 million, also recording some record-breaking openings in several other countries around the world for that 67.1 worldwide opening. So, and it got a B-plus cinema score, mm-hmm. which is right in line with pretty much all the Scream sequels are in the B's somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I saw so, that. It's a great word of mouth at a B-plus, a great opening weekend. Y'all, I know some of you try to like read Scream Five and this and that. Apparently, the folks liked it because they came back hyped for more. I, when we were going into the weekend, like I felt a buzz for Scream, and I was like, "This is the first time I've ever felt that." Like, I'm not just talking about. All of the the scream people, the scream fanatics that I follow on Twitter, such as myself, you know, I I follow a bunch of scream fans. We're all going crazy for the movie. Everyone knows how much of a fan I am. I this is I I feel like Hannah with The Last of Us this weekend. All I've been tweeting and talking about is scream, 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 and that's what happens. It'll wear off on like Wednesday or something, but that's is that's what's been happening with me. It ain't been no lot. It, it hasn't been no Oscars. It's no Last of Us. It's all scream. For me, my mind, my mind is solely on that. But going into the weekend, I felt a buzz, and I was like, "Man, I get it. I have a feeling that like people are excited going to the movies." And I went Thursday night, and that theater was it was I wouldn't say packed. It was it was a it was a moderate kind of 
out, you know, mod- yeah. moderate kind of outcome for Scream when I walked into that theater and then walked into the IMAX theater. The, not the IMAX theater, I'm sorry, the Dolby theater. Dolby theater was semi-full. Last night when I went, last night, because even Friday night, I went back to AMC. I don't know if it, maybe it's AMC, I don't know. But I went oh. back to AMC, same thing. It was like, all right. And then last night, I was like, you know, I, I really want to see Scream on a bigger, bigger screen. And I saw that Cinemark was doing the XD. They were doing, that's their version of IMAX. And I was like, oh, you ain't got to tell me twice. So I went to that one and I walked in and the the lobby was flooded. I saw scream little, people had scream like, like what are the, the little, little like f- fuzzy toys. People had like scream plushies people have like hoodies t-shirts and uh uh one one person had a mask but he had to, he had to take it off because there was a cop there you know he was like oh, oh. we ain't doing all that <laughs> we ain't doing all that i saw the kids and scream shirts i said what and and then i walked into that xd theater and this is not no f- like 17 seat theater sorry Alyssa. this ain't one of those this is a full big imax like theater and literally the entire stadium seats was was full and the first two rows of like the floor seats were full and i was so excited i was so happy to see that and i was just like i felt that the movie was going to open up bigger than usual and last year i didn't have none of that when we went into scream 2022 i went in my theaters were never packed for it the last time I saw the theater this packed for Scream was ironically Scream 4, which is like the lowest opening. But Scream 4, uh, that theater that I went to, it was like crowded. I don't know what happened, but maybe because it's downtown Boston. But uh, yeah, last night it was flooded. I was so excited. Everybody seemed like they loved the movie. Um, everybody was having a good time. And that was when it really hit me that this opening could be really good, like really big. million for a slasher movie, the horror movie is, this is great numbers. And I'm so, so elated by how well it did over the weekend. I was so happy seeing those Friday numbers, seeing those Saturday numbers. I was super excited. So the fact that Scream VI opened close to like a Jordan Peele type level movie, like as Nope from last year, um, gets me really excited. And I don't know what it is about this year. This year has been really good to the box office for the most part with these smaller movies. Like, obviously, you had we had the big kind of discussion for Quantumania, but it seems like these other franchises are just cooking right now. And um, I don't know what's going on. It's like less. It's like less of the superhero stuff because even Shazam this weekend is not looking too crazy. But everything else, like Megan was a hit, like all these like little Creed smaller Hero movies, Creed big. 3. Yeah, like all these little smaller movies are just doing well, and I'm so happy about it. Yeah, it's been it's actually been a pretty great year to start off with the box office, which of course makes us very happy. <laughs> of course, of course. Fun. It's always more fun to talk about big openings and these Creed threes and Scream Six is doing well, but not even just those. Getting those new properties like Megan or Cocaine Bear, these new off the wall stuff. Eighty for Brady even opening well and Don't doing late. <laughs> 
uh, you know, I had to sneak uh, it in. But all these little movies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. These non-franchise movies. And of course, Megan and probably even Cocaine Bear are going to turn into franchises. But the, the starters for those. Mm-hmm. But we've just seen a lot of really great stuff going on. And I it makes me excited. This Scream 6 number is so cool. Because Scream, you know, me and Dwayne, we both were born in the 90s. And like good little nineties babies, we love Scream. Like this is if you were if you grew up in the nineties, this is your franchise. You know, Mm -hmm. like the eighties has all of theirs. They have the Halloweens and the the Nightmare on Elm Street and Mm -hmm. Friday the thirteenth, you know, even though two of those debuted in the seventies. They they were popular in the Mm eighties. So and then we went through a dry spell, like the early nineties, people fell off of the slasher. And we got Scream in the mid-90s that really set off this new wave and became our horror icon for a whole new generation. So we've all, it holds a special place for so many of us in our general age range is Ghostface and Scream. But Mm. it's always done well. Like, none of them have really been, like, outright bombs. But it was just kind of like, wow, how do we, you know, you kind of always felt it. How do we get to that Halloween level? Like when Halloween yeah. 2018 came out and even the sequels, which nobody liked, Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, they were still doing $40, 50000000 million opening weekend. It's like, damn, how do we get our little franchise up there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. to be there now, you know, like to get a, a notch in the franchise that is up in like the upper echelon of slasher openings ever. And like you said, now we're in like Jordan Peele territory not quite up to like it and it chapter two met i don't even i don't even know when we will ever get back to that that is nuts i mean if even you, halloween 2018 couldn't touch even that I 2018 mean, i mean guys if you i wish larry and i were doing shows at this time we was i don't think we started yet but it chapter one what? horror movies do not make that kind of money it's like everything everything that's against everything like it had, it had so many things against it, and it opened so massively. You have the R rating, you have the horror movie, you have, I don't know what else. It's not a superhero movie. It's just a hundred and twenty-three yeah. million dollars. I think that is more than Thor Ragnarok. That is nuts. That is nuts. I mean, nuts. Yeah, like nuts. Nuts. For a horror film, yeah, I don't know more than Thor Ragnarok. That again. Yeah, for an yeah. R-rated film, it's already like crazy enough to break a hundred million. But for a R-rated horror, mm-hmm. I don't know when we're gonna ever. I mean, that is nuts. But Scream again, getting above the forty million because we were all like, you know, we were thinking, all right, thirty, let's go thirty. And then there was predictions like the the lead up. People were like, all right, it's looking like 38 to 40 is the range. And we were already getting hyped. Me and Dwayne were like, all right, okay, we're getting close to 40. <laughs> and then when those preview numbers came out and that Friday number dropped, and now here we are at almost 45. Like when actuals come in, this could hit 45 tomorrow when they give us the real numbers. But to get this, insane. I guess... We should have seen. So the the marketing was really good. I think first marketing off. was great. The New York stuff worked. Mm-hmm. The posters were fire. Like posters that's one was, thing. Except for that first this, one, the posters. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, I mean, they have been on fire with these yep. posters. And then one a weird thing that I think really showed how hyped people were 
was them damn Cinemark promos. So Cinemark released the popcorn buckets and Mm -hmm. cups. Inexplicably, I still think it's very weird that they released them so early, but they released them like three weeks ago before the movie came out. And folks were flying. Flooding. It's It was sold out in minutes. Like, like uh, I tried to go just, and it was, like yeah. Like me, they were just walking into the theater saying, can I buy popcorn buckets without seeing a movie? Yep, like, yep. We were just walking in to grab them. They were sold out. They had to do like AMC does and start selling them online. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and it just kind of showed people were hyped, I think, just for Scream in general. And I do think, I know a lot of people have their problems with Scream 5 or whatever, but I think it it helped. It reinvigorated this franchise. It got people hyped yeah. again. I know Scream fans really like Scream 5. And I think most general audiences enjoyed it as well. And it made us care enough about these new characters that even without our girl, Sydney, mm-hmm. you know, people were still excited to see what these characters were going to do. And we I, I think that's why this franchise is good for a little bit for a little bit longer I think the longevity of the Scream franchise will live on only for the main for the simple fact that they spent both movies building new stars that's a term that you hear a lot in wrestling when you talk about like when when I listen to wrestling shows and podcasts that's like my second favorite love first it's movies then it's wrestling when I listen to those shows they go back and hearken back to the 90s and how that was like the most explosive time for wrestling. Like you're, you have no idea, you Larry have no idea what's going on in wrestling right now. But if I say a name, you're going to know who that person is. Obviously The Rock. Do you know who Stone Cold is? Yes. Do you know who, you know what I mean? The Hardy Boys. Like you're going to, you know Lita, that, right? Girl, back in yeah, the day, ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the problem with the current wrestling situation like WWE is that they don't have, they haven't built any new mainstream kind of stars to where if you go out in the street and say, do you know who Blank is from the WWE right now? You'd be like, oh, I don't fucking know who that is. And I think the, I think the, the the best thing that might happen to the Scream franchise, and this is gonna sound wrong, depending on how you like take it, was this whole thing with Nev Campbell because they have to establish new stars. That's what they did in the last movie with Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, and the, you know the core four. That's what they did in the last movie, and then they emphasized on that. And I don't think I think if Sydney was here it wouldn't have been so emphasized that these are the new people for this franchise. Yes, Gail was there, but at the at the end of the day, the, this is the new franchise for this new generation, and that's what you need. Halloween, they they started doing that with freaking What's-Her-Face in 2018 with Allison, and then she just becomes a person after the, you know, in the next two movies. Like, she's, they, they, like, you know, it's, it's crazy. That's why and people don't get it when we complain. Like, look, if they had, look, Corey's turn maybe could have been something. If yeah. they established it in the series and didn't shoehorn it into the last movie, like, this last Halloween felt like a goodbye to Lori. Like, it was supposed to be a goodbye to Lori. Right, right. And instead, they tried kind of too late to establish new characters to keep the franchise moving but also still do Lori. I mean they just handled it so poorly. You you cannot the yeah. that franchise I love the Halloween franchise but they have relied too much 
on Laurie Strode. And I get it. Laurie Strode is like the GOAT. Like she's the yeah. the final girl. I get it. Although my favorite is Sydney. But I, I get it. But it's just the fact that if you're going to do the requel thing that they did with Halloween 2018, you have to establish new characters. All the new characters they brought in that movie die. And there's just out. Al- there's just Allison. You know, literally the last shot of the that movie is Allison holding the knife. And then that was it. And then Halloween Kills, she's like kind of in it. Kind of. And then ends. Halloween Kills, they tried to move at least slightly away from Lori. That's why they kept her in that damn hospital. That damn hospital. (laughs) But it was just so stupid. It was so stupid and contrived. And they didn't focus on Allison. Like, so it was like, all right, if you're going to move away from Lori and keep her in a Mm -hmm. bedroom, I'll damn movie at least focus on no they were focusing on random on the random on tommy and this person and and i think i think for the long run when it comes to longevity i think the scream franchise has done a better job right now this new this new iteration of scream they've done a better a better job at establishing these new characters first so that you can care about them in the next couple of movies we had this long arc with with uh, Sam's character, and I love Melissa Barrera here, that that's what you want. That's what you want the audience to start caring about these characters at the end, after every movie too, you know? Like, I love the the core four. I I love the core four, and I think when audience can relate and love the core four, that establishes the new generation of Scream fans to come out and watch the movie. Also, they struck gold with Jenna Ortega because Jenna Ortega overnight with Wednesday became a huge star, and now she's gonna be in the one of the she's she's the, one of the forefront characters of your Scream franchise. And I think they, sh- I think this Nev can't. Everything happens for a reason, is what I like to say. And I think if they had a, if they found a way to shoehorn Nev Campbell in this movie, because even Gail wasn't really doing anything. If they found a way to to like shoehorn Nev Campbell in this movie, I think I don't. I think they would have gotten to the Laurie Strode problem that we had with Halloween. Now the Halloween movies, that's done. That's it. Like you know, like what do we do now? You know. So it's like I think for the long run, it's only going to get better as far as box office for the movie. I could be wrong when it comes to seven, but I mean, look at look at look at the increase. You know, yeah, from let's, screen. Let's just be clear. We obviously support Nev and why. Of course. Like, of course. The, her, what she did for her is, you know, the right move for her too. Like, nah, they need to pay old girl. If they're going to, if they want her, they're going to have to pay. And I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I fully agree as well is that, look, and what and how they handled Gail and Kirby in this, you know, because we can we can throw Kirby in. She's not she's not obviously one of the big three of Scream, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she's still a little legacy character. But the way they handled it, they get low key. They gave Gail my favorite scene of the whole movie. <laughs> they <laughs> Gail, gave Gail yeah. my favorite like uh, chase of the whole movie. So they still I, gave yeah. her like respect, you know, like she still mm-hmm. got the Gail moment of the movie without. Mm-hmm her being the focal point like she wasn't in it all that much so it was still fine like we still focused on our our group and really developing them as characters this Mm -hmm. this go round and like you said a big reason i think that this got the uptick it got is jenna ortega like they they couldn't have predicted it but they lucked out hard with they did wednesday went bonkers like how wednesday just went off 
that uh and now we're all seeing jenna ortega as one of the like horror girls right now and she's the lead or co-lead over here in scream mm-hmm. you know people are like i yeah bet uh i saw a fan base all on her own i i'm really curious is, is to see how we if we can see like the like the like the percentage of like women because there was a lot of young women in my audience yeah. and i think a lot of that has to be because of the star power that's become of jenna ortega and um of course other things you know it's not like oh women can't love horror you know what i mean of course but it's like i mean listen they they got something here i know paramount's gonna rush scream seven <laughs> the only thing i ask if you rush a scream seven this is this is and we'll end it right here because we do gotta get to the other movies, but release this in October. I am begging a screen movie to be released in October. Because I I can honestly, honest to God, see Scream opening to like 60 million if it was released in October. And yo, this um, movie took place during Halloween week. I just want this is starting to baffle me because the Batman did too. And I'm just like, I'm getting baffled a little bit. And I know, like the Batman had to deal with like deal with like pandemic and delays, but Scream, if you're gonna film it soon, if you're gonna do it soon and get it into production, I want to. I better see October 2025 on that. (laughs) No, 2024 on that release date because I think, I think, yeah, if it came out again around this time, I think it'll open around similar. Like I don't think it's gonna jump 20 million dollars. I think probably like maybe like another 48, 49, you know, but I really think it could get to that $60 million if it, oh, 60 or 70 even if it opens during Halloween season. And the Halloween movies are done. They're they're gone now. So you have October open. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be, we'll see what happens. But uh, let's get into the other stories here. Number two, what do we got? A great opening here too. I mean, a yes. great second weekend. So coming in at number two was last week's champ, Creed 3, which brought in another $27.1 million, which is down just 53.4% in its second week of release. That brings the third Creed film up to 101.3 domestic already after only two weeks and $179.3 million worldwide. Uh yeah, I think this is a great second weekend. It it's this is a small drop, fifty three percent. Uh, you're going up against against Scream. I wonder if Scream could have done a little better too without yeah. Creed two in week in Creed three in week two. Uh, but twenty seven million off of off of starting, you would think that would that would amount to like a big sixty percent drop. But uh, no, the word of mouth is still solid on the movie and opening up at $27 million, I think that's really good. Because that's, that's what you and I thought it was probably going to yeah. open around. That's what the predictions were before, you know, yeah. like the long forecast was this was the opening. Instead, this is its second week after a 53% mm-hmm. drop. I mean, that's nuts. Like, uh, to just gauge it, one of my coworkers, they, they, she doesn't go to the movies that often, but she went last week to see Creed and she was going this week to see Scream. So, you know... I don't know, to have that double whammy and have people still in a day and age where tickets are so much and this and that, have people willing to go to the movies back-to-back weekends? Okay. Yeah, I think really, really solid for Creed 3. I mean, this is this is a great, a great second weekend for, oh, for yeah. it. And they didn't lose any theaters, so yeah. Yeah, still great. in over 4,000. Now, next week, they'll probably lose theaters. 
I just mm-hmm. don't know how much of a hit it's going to take. So, um, yeah, just being real, I think, I mean, it's going to have a regular size drop. So oop. Mm-hmm. we do have a uh, we do have uh, we do have Shazam next week. So let's we'll see how much that takes away from both Scream and Creed. Well, I don't think it's going to be a lot, but um, yeah. So. All right. Number three. I think we got this one spot on. Sure did. At number three, <laughs> we have 65, which made $12.3 million in its opening weekend of release. Worldwide, it didn't fare much better, opening to $20.8 million for the new Adam Driver sci-fi film. I feel like a movie... I feel like a movie about somebody who goes back in time and deals with dinosaurs and it's all futuristic plus prehistoric times with Adam Driver. I mean I mean that should have been like that should have had a weekend to itself and the marketing should have been like Jurassic World levels type of marketing because what the hell is this? Yeah. What the hell is what is this? 12.3 million dollars and we said we said bomb. Like I don't know what the budget is for the movie. So I just looked it up. It's only forty five million, which actually is less Surprising. than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, compared to what we've been seeing with budgets for movies like this, have just been blown out of proportion. <laughs> right. So forty five is not too bad. That actually gives me at least it's not going to be on the all time bomb list. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we, I, you and I both was like around this. We kind of saw 10, around 10, this time. Yeah, we saw ten to fifteen. I never, I definitely didn't see it going over fifteen million to like twenty million. So, um, I still think this is solid. I say with how 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 mediocre the marketing was for the movie, that but terrible. Like that yeah, marketing it's, was yeah. terrible. To have a movie about dinosaurs and not push the dinosaurs a little bit more, mm-hmm. like merch or something. Yeah. Uh, the standees, like, were there even standees at the movie theater? No, no, I didn't see anything. Usually, That's a why... movie like this is going to have some inventive ones, like how the Scream one right now has the subway seat. You know, like, usually, yeah. you're going to come up with something cool for a standee for a movie like this to get uh, yeah. even kids to kind of get them, like, oh, what's this dinosaur? Mo-? No, nothing. Zero. No, <laughs> not just, a thing. Yeah, it was uh, very, very lackluster. Very lackluster. Also the reviews, the embargo. The reviews was like were, way, yeah, the day late. before, and like it was the day yeah. of, like Thursday. Woo. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I, they really just kind of let this one die. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. <laughs> sucks. Tony said, "I sorry, Adam Driver. Uh, it's over for you." Yeah. No. It it, it sucks. It's not a. It's not great. Like it's Even not. Us have seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't. Yeah, I did not no, see it. I had as a well. live stream on Friday and then I went to an Avalanche game yesterday, so I haven't had the time to go watch yeah. this yet. And I won't be watching it tonight either because of the Oscars and Last of It. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, Ooh. well, that being said, uh, I don't know when I'm going to see it. I mean, listen, like I said before we went on air, Larry, don't release movies around Scream. I'm sorry. It's not, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not. I saw Scream four times this weekend. And each time, my, I didn't budge. I didn't look down the hall to see if sixty five was. I didn't. Ooh. I didn't budge anything. I didn't budge at Creed. I didn't budge at Creed three. I even told Larry, "Listen, I think Thursday I might be going back to Scream, and then I'll see Shazam when I see it, like Friday or something. I don't know." But uh, <laughs> just, just don't, don't release your, 
just don't do it around Scream because I ain't watching it because Scream is Scream. When these movies come out, it consumes my life, my livelihood. So we all say on all that. But um, let's go to number four. What we got? All right. So coming in at number four is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in its fourth weekend of release. Ant-Man 3 brought in an additional seven million, which is down 45.4 percent in that fourth weekend of release. That brings Quantumania up to 197.98 million domestic and 447.6 million worldwide. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually think this is an okay drop for the movie, 45%. It is in week four. Um, it's the superhero movie that's still out right now. So $7 million, I think it's okay. I'm not going to harp on it too much. I'll be nice. Yeah, it's only $3 million away from at least <laughs> breaking 200 which yeah, I I'll be nice. I think it'll be the first Ant-Man to break 200 million domestic. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, good on it. I mean, it's still doing better than the other two Ant-Man films. Just, you know, maybe a little bit less than Disney and Marvel had hoped for. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's kind of just like it's just make it's just gonna sit around the box office top ten for a couple of weeks until we get into Guardi Guardians three. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But um, lastly, our fifth spot. What do we have? All right, and chilling here at number five, we have Cocaine Bear, which made an additional six point two million in its third weekend of release. That brings Cocaine Bear up to 51.6 million domestic and a nice uh, 65.6 million worldwide. Cocaine Bear. I mean, it did really well uh, three weeks ago. It's still holding on pretty good, 44%. Both weeks. Yeah. Last week, uh, just looking real quick at its hold, it wasn't bad at all. So. Mm Uh, you know, that's a movie that you kind of expect to drop pretty hard after mm-hmm. it's released, you know, a movie kind of like Cocaine Bear. But last week it only dropped 52% uh, after opening bigger than we thought. So yeah, not, a, yeah. not a bad run for this film at all. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I thought, I think this is a very solid number again for Cocaine Bear. And uh, yeah, so that is the top five, everyone. Going into another new release, Champions. Very mediocre opening. Yeah. It's fine. I don't know if Woody Harrelson did them any favors, but that crazy (laughs) SNL monologue he did. Mm -hmm. But Champions opened at number seven with 5.15 million domestic uh, and 5.97 million worldwide. I can't imagine the budget is very large on this movie, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's You know, it's like one of those small kind of cutesy movies. So we didn't expect gangbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Five mil seems right in line with what you'd expect it to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... But look who's finally almost out the top ten. Avatar and Puss in Boots are finally sliding down, yo. Finally sliding down. Avatar (laughs) barely, though. Damn, 26% drop. That's it. They're still holding better than these new releases. But uh, they're down to eight and nine now. Yo, can we talk about this Operation Fortune last week? Holy smokes. Yeah. A Jason Statham action flick just kind of barely making noise. What happened there? Yeah, it opened to Mm -hmm. $3 million last week. Yeah. What's going on? It's only at 5.56. Worldwide, it's a little better at 36.6. But, I mean, it's already down to number 10, about to fall out of the top 10, about to be Mm -hmm. under a million in under three weeks. 
Mm. Yeah, just not really, just not a, not a, not an impressive, Ooh. not an impressive opening at all. Look at these little Oscar folks. I mean, I so the Quiet Girl did up its theater count. It uh, did, yeah. But look at everything everywhere went up seventy percent. Seventy percent, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars this weekend. Not bad at all. And it lost fifty two theaters and went up Ooh. that high. My God, look at the drop for uh, Knock at the Cabin. Ninety mil, ninety percent. What? Is that because it, it got it got it, it got quite the theater slash? It's probably. I think oh, it's because it's getting ready. It's getting I ready didn't to go. In, it was still in over a thousand theaters. Yeah, it's getting uh, ready to go in. Uh, it's going. I think it's already on VOD, isn't it? Yeah, that and that's so, other thing. Uh, Peacock now has puts in boots too. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighty for Brady. My eighty for Brady lost a shit ton of theaters this week and paid the price for mm-hmm. it. Um. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of a lot of bigger drops. Megan dropped hard this week. Finally. Um. Damn. I was hoping Megan could leg its way to a hundred mil, but it's not yeah. Going sadly, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Ninety five. It's it's gonna end at ninety five million, yeah, which is great. Which no is still great for Megan. Yeah. For ninety five, but I was hoping mm-hmm. it could leg to a hundred, but. Interesting stuff down here. You see, Fablemans and Banshees have tiny little upticks, Ooh, but don't start, don't start, don't Ooh. start. <laughs> um, so real quick, let's uh, let's talk about next week because you know, still, I uh, still, you know, one of the big topics of conversation still is this. Uh, what's going on with um, Shazam: Fury of the Gods? So. Did you see, uh, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, did you see what was released in the TV spot? Oh, girl, uh, Gail. <sighs> I saw. Uh, what? What are we doing, dude? This is what I'm talking dude, about with this damn what, DC slate. Dude, what are we doing, man? So I they, uh, They cut her out of Flash. But put her in the TV spot. For in a TV spot. Why is Shazam the just the Shazam movies the 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 movie where you get lame duck cameos? <sighs> I if you haven't seen the TV spot spoilers for Shazam: Fury of the Gods, uh, so check out here if you don't want to be spoiled. If you haven't seen what's been going on on Twitter, because I know some people some people aren't probably on Twitter to know, but it was spoiler alert. It was revealed in a TV spot that Gal Gadot is uh, in Shazam. And I'm trying to figure out if this is like the same strategy that they tried for Black Adam when they were like uh, Superman, wink, 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 double wink, double wink, Superman. And the box office still didn't move for that movie. I'm trying to figure out if it's that. But the director, I feel bad for him because he's straight up seems to... Uh, he straight up got the uh, it's, it's the impression that he didn't know that they were going to do that, and it kind of just dropped. And he's like, he seems pretty bummed by it, which sucks. This universe is in shambles. This universe is a disaster. This e- DCEU is a, a mess right now. And um, you got James Gunn talking about I want Wonder Woman in animation. Okay, okay, great, but how about live action? I don't know what's happening. It's a it's a it's a mess out here, and. Uh, yeah, Shazam, it's not looking good for the opening next week. Let's go. I know we were excited, and, you know, we want to give them time, but, mm-hmm. man, um, since James Gunn and them took over, it has not really cleared up. Uh, no. I mean, I understand they're in that weird transition time or whatever, but, man, it's been a mess. 
just it's been and it's this been not great. The latest in the mess. I was like, oh my god. I, I, I think you're right, though. I think they're seeing these tracking numbers and just got desperate. They just like were like, uh, that's the only thing do? that I can think is what's you happening. Get people talking about Shazam again because nobody gives a damn. Uh, what can we so, do? What can we do? Real quick, though, I do want to just before we get into it, uh, Super Mario Bros. Larry, let's get it, man. Come on, 100 mil. It's, Box office tracking has it over 100 million. I let's get it, it Larry. I, I agree. <laughs> I know it is. I mean, yeah. I just think back to what Minions opening to 100 time. Yep, and yep. Illumination knows how to do it, y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people can hate on Illumination. All the, the marketing time. has been great for Super Mario so far. They know and how it's to like... open a movie huge. And if mm-hmm. you give them a property like the Super Mario Brothers, here you go. I mean, it's on and popping. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a huge movie. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Going into real quick, though, Shazam, it, the tracking keeps falling. Like the most recent, the most recent, this is as of two days ago, March 10th, 2023. The most recent tracking has it from the last time that they tracked it, it has dropped another 20%. Shazam, right now, the tracking, the three-day opening next week is tracking 32 to $42 million. Brother. Who had that on their bingo card? That Creed Three and Scream Six. If whoop Shazam at the box office. I mean, listen, I'm I'm a part of the problem because I'm over here thinking about the next time I'm going to see Scream. <laughs> Just like, but this is insane, dude. You have an issue. There's like, I know we want to talk about Marvel and oh, we should just pull the plug when it's MCU and the lever. It's it's you know it's getting it's getting worrisome for Kevin Feige, bro. They're not bringing in this number. They're not bringing in no 40 something million dollars per like, you know, that they're and their projects when it comes to the Sony, the Sony Marvel stuff um, besides Spider-Verse. You know, when it when it, when we had Morbius last year and when it comes to like DCEU, we have a we have a more a far more serious issue than whatever's going on in the MCU, because what is that number? Yeah, Thirty two to forty two million dollars. What is this? And I mean, what uh, Black Adam was a success at sixty something. Uh, we've had the Suicide Squad in this. Stretch. That suicide, that Suicide um, Squad number should have been the first cry for help, but we kind of glossed over it. People's argument with that, which with I was pointing. People's argument when that came out was like, "Oh, pandemic." I was like, "Bro, that's just not fair." Because then explain what happened to, to Godzilla versus Kong. Explain what happened to A Quiet Place Part Two. Explain what happened to those movies. And uh, Godzilla versus Kong specifically had uh, had uh, HBO Max too, so it, it had the so exact same explain. release as Suicide Squad and whooped it. So why is that? Why is that? Like, l- listen, A Quiet Place Part Two. Part Two. It's not a superhero movie. It's a horror movie. Forty-seven point five million. That was months, months before uh, the Suicide Squad came out. And then Godzilla wasn't that what started the whole. Let's go back to the it was, movies it was thing. The very first. It was like that was the, the very first. first. Movie back. Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong did like thirty-one million, I think, yeah. and then it five day, I think yeah. the five day, yeah, the five day, it was like thirty-four ish, and then the the Suicide Squad in the month of like August, which is like four months after those movies came out, opened to like twenty-five. That should have been the first, like, damn, this DCEU, what's happening here? 
And um, I don't know, dude, because if Shazam opens under $40 million, like there's a serious issue going on here of these are the general audience is not interested, dude. They are not interested. And I got to go back to Birds of Prey as well. They are not interested, dude. So you got to do something. I just, it'll be a test to see how how well can nostalgia push. Because I really think they're going to have to lean on nostalgia and for Flash. Keaton for yeah. the Flash. They yeah. already did in that opening trailer. I mean, they knew we better, we got to push Keaton a little bit in this opening trailer. Yeah. Um, because I just, again, I don't think anybody cares about this current Flash. I don't think anybody no. is really moving the meter that much for Ben Affleck. I'm sorry. I know y'all love Ben Affleck, Batfleck, but I don't know how much he's moving the meter or not. Uh, that'll be, I mean, if that does low numbers, then yeah. it's a wrap. I mean, I don't know what to say. I yeah, I don't know. General um, audiences don't care about that Ezra, uh, Ezra Miller stuff. They don't even know that Ezra Miller mm-hmm. was running around being an absolute menace to society. So that I don't think that the controversy is going to affect the Flash as much as you know Twitter want. You know, we all cry about it. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to affect it all that much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But man, this is DC. You, now we have reports coming out that everyone said Aquaman two was a wreck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, man, I don't Ooh. know. I don't uh, know, DC's man. DC's in a bad way right now. And it's bad. and it's like you cannot. This is this is no. If you're if you're listening to this and you're like, what's their issue with DC? No, it's not DC. I'm talking about the DCEU because the Batman opened great. Yeah. And had you, I mean, I don't know, dude. I Joker just, I don't. Great. Joker opened great, but when we get back into the universe, their last big success was Aquaman. That was five years ago. We the have to have a. It's that crazy. It is nuts, y'all. That that yeah. is the only film ever in the DCEU to make one billion is Aquaman. Not BVS, oh, not man. any Superman project, mm-hmm. not any of these other movies. Wonder Woman. Nobody else could break a billion except. Aquaman, uh, that's nuts. And yeah, then I. You have Joker do it on his own, and then mm-hmm. you have Batman be a great success. Whenever you give them, uh, and I think maybe this is the model. Whenever you're giving audiences a clear, concise, one-off movie, they know that they don't have homework. They know they don't have to know anything else. They could just walk in and watch yeah. the Joker or the Batman. They're on board. They're coming. They're seeing it. They're loving it. They're having a good time. But when you have Shazam that's bogged down, uh, and I think that desperation move just made it worse, to be honest. Like, it, it, I think it did, too. It really soured. News, after all yeah. this stuff about Gal is, but maybe the door's open. See, and that's the problem with James Gunn right now is he's, we're getting all these mixed signals about Gal being out, but mm-hmm. the door is still open for everyone except Henry Cavill to come back. Um, yeah. what? So is it or isn't it? I, that's what I don't understand. Is this a reboot or is this not a reboot? Are the people coming back? Or are they not coming back? Now we have Wonder Woman showing up in a TV spot out of desperation. It's just a mess. It's a mess. What's and, going um, on? And it sucks because I was looking for, I'm looking forward to Shazam, but like lately it's just like, I don't know what it is. It's just, I'm not feeling it the way I was with that first movie. I haven't liked any of the trailers. This Wonder Woman thing is out of left field. Man um this this tracking clearly audiences aren't interested in it and um yeah it's a bummer it's a bummer dude but uh i don't know but i'm excited i liked the first shazam yeah i love the first one month so 
Well, uh, Larry and I hopefully and, can be back. Levi has not been helping the case. No, at all, either. at all. Oh so, Larry and I will be back next week to try to talk to see what the Shazam thing is going to open at and see how Creed 3 and Scream 6 kind of pair up uh, next week. So, we'll see what happens. But but that being said, that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Uh, Larry, let them know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and Chili Boy Productions on Instagram and YouTube. We do my reaction with Hannah. Uh, it'll be up maybe a little bit later than usual. I'm forcing mm-hmm. her to hold off a couple hours to watch because <laughs> the Oscars are tonight. So we'll also have that recap and review coming out. I think I might do some shorts too. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But go, go and subscribe. Stay up to date. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at CinemaNag94 and the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Uh, next for us, later on, we'll have part two of our spoiler discussion for Scream 6. Um, stick around for that. Tomorrow will be our Last of Us kind of finale discussion on PSITLOU. And then maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have a world show discussing everything that went down with the Oscars. So stay tuned, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.